The perfect combination of versatile athleisure and training apparel has arrived. Thanks to the visionary minds of New Balance, Clutch Athletics, and Rich Paul, the designs reflect the heart of the athlete and the spirit of the community. With rising defensive stars Will Anderson and Chase Young on the roster, Clutch Athletics brings the best innovative gear to all athletes, giving them style and performance on and off the field. Learn more and purchase Clutch Athletics at NewBalance.com. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Pick 6 Podcast, CBS Sports Daily NFL Podcast. I'm Will Brinson. I'm your host. It is still Thursday, November 11th. It will soon be Friday, November 12th. This is your Ravens-Dolphins recap. The Ravens were able... The Ravens were really the only team that escaped the insanity of Week 9. Uh, uh, not so fast, my friend. The week starts on Sunday. You know, the real-life week. And the Ravens got got on Thursday, losing 22 to 10 to the Miami Dolphins in what can best be described as, uh, you know, South, South Florida with pleasant conditions, weather wise. The uh, joining me to break it down, Ryan Wilson and John Breach. What's up, boys? Breach, I'm sure you're well aware the Steelers are that much closer to being first place in the AFC North. And I'm sure you are well aware that the uh, whole AFC North is now only separated by. One game. You can watch this podcast on YouTube. We are giving away Brinson Sucks hat on uh, on the YouTube channel. Leave your handle in the chat if you want to try and win a Brinson Sucks hat or toboggan, depending on where you live. It's your choice. And uh, Ryan Wilson or Debo will mail them to you. You can watch us on YouTube. If you're, if you're in YouTube, hit the like button. Smash that like button. Make sure and subscribe. Hit the alarm next to it. You'll get notifications. We go live every Monday, Thursday, or every Sunday, Monday, and Thursday, recapping the primetime games. And we have a 1 p.m. usually, until unless Prisco's not being a diva, uh, a 1 p.m. Thursday show where we do picks for the week. And then Ryan Wilson bust out a 1 p.m. Tuesday mock draft show. Breach, if you're going to yawn, mute your effing microphone, please. Oh, oh. you could hear that? <gasps> I was yeah, choking, Branson. My God. That was, like a man can't choke time. in peace. <laughs> Good Lord. M. Jones says, you know, if you didn't hassle people so much, they would like more. I, I wholly disagree. I don't. I like, like everybody just knows to like. <laughs> Is that right? Breach, Breach said, I don't. He's <laughs> just so lazy. My God. Yeah, that's, that's true. That's not not true. Breach barely puts on shirts most of the time. That's true. He was eating a Reese's peanut butter cup on the podcast. On, on That's because I don't own shirts. any shirts. As close to the microphone as possible. I close. wear borrowed clothes. Um, anyway, let's get to the recap. 22-10, Dolphins over the Ravens. The Dolphins are now 3-7? and seven? Yep. I hate that the NFL site doesn't update that immediately. And the Ravens fall to six and three. NFL Look, Jesus updates immediately. It's updated. It's not updated for me. At any rate, the Ravens, six and three. The Steelers have an opportunity to leap up into first place or move into a tie for first place, I guess. If they beat the Lions. If they beat if they can just beat the Lions on Sunday. And this is a huge loss for both uh, for the Steelers for for everyone else in the AFC North. Basically, if you're a Bengals fan, you love this loss. I know, Breach, you're not cheering it. If you're a Steelers, oh, I'm fan, cheering. I am cheering. Look at me. If you're watching on YouTube, I'm absolutely cheering. This is 
The last place Bengals fan is cheering. Uh, second place. Just kidding. Third place. Just kidding. Last place. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And look, man, I don't think the Dolphins were great in this game. <laughs> I thought they were really good. I thought the defense played really well. This is a terrible football team. I mean, I was talking about on HQ with you on Wednesday. Is this the worst team of the AFC? Um, I mean, if I told you that both Tua Tagovailoa and Jacoby Brissett played in this game, that neither went over 160 passing yards, that Miles Gaskin was the leading rusher with 31 yards, and that Albert Wilson led the team in receiving with 87 yards, would you, and that Mike Kosicki didn't have a single catch, would you say, wow, the Dolphins won? Wait, do you or, also tell me that Brian Flores decided to start the, the worst quarterback on his roster and keep the better guy on the bench for some reason and somehow? backed his way into the, one of the biggest upsets of the season? Straight up, you know what I would say? I would say I, I bet the Dolphins won 22 to 10. What happened? How did it work out? Did I say AFC North or NFC North? I thought I said AFC. I don't know. Let's We can check the tape later. Um, That's the least of your worries. The concern, sure, for sure. I got a million more worries. The problems for the Ravens were myriad. They were awful on offense. They weren't necessarily bad on defense. I mean, this game was just sloppy between two offenses that didn't have it. But, I mean, Lamar Jackson, nine carries. Oh, man, that probably 80% humidity will kill you. 39 rushing yards. Devontae Freeman, 10 carries, 35 yards. Lamar, 26 of 43 for 238, a touchdown and a pick. Uh, Marquise Brown did not have the blow-up game that we thought he would. 13 targets, six catches, 37 yards. What a bizarre stat line. And... Rashad Bateman actually broke out with a – not broke out, but had a pretty good game. Uh, he finished with six catches, 80 yards, a couple of those in garbage time to really boost up the stat numbers. Sammy Watkins, Miz game, one one catch, seven yards, had a big touchdown drive, a, a non-catch early in the first half, and then a massive fumble that actually led to the first touchdown by the Dolphins' defense and Xavier Howard, who scooped it up and took it to the house. The, the Ravens – I mean, the Ravens no-showed the game. And that's their second no-show of the year following a big win. That, what was the other no-show? Against the Bengals, and they got absolutely blistered. Oh, right, yeah. They beat that's the Chargers, right. no-showed the Bengals game, then came back last week, found a miracle win over the Vikings, and no-showed this short week game in Miami. It's a, they should have lost the Vikings game, except the Vikings Vikings it up at the end there. I mean, honestly, they could be. And they were trailing twenty-two to three to the Colts before the Chargers game, and won that in overtime. You could argue they should have lost. So you're, it is. This is a six and two team that could easily be, or six and three team that could easily be four and five, or three and six. I mean, I think they're better when. I'm not going to be too. I'm not. I mean, look, really bad loss. I'm not going to freak out too much about the Ravens. If you look at the AFC as a whole. We've seen this kind of act from everybody. The Titans have lost to the Jets. The Chiefs are five and four, but have looked awful all year. The Bills just lost uh, nine to six to the Jaguars. And then, you know, the Ravens go down to Miami where they've had a ton of success and pulled this off. Well, I'll just say this the Steelers just beat the Bears and they beat the Bills in week one. They might be going to the Super Bowl. The who? The Steelers. Possibly. Uh, the thing about the Titans is, we, and this is no really excuse, you lost to the Jets, but they had both the receivers out at the time. Now they're down. Derrick Henry had that huge win in L.A. against the Rams. I think they're the best team now. But again, next week they could lose 46 to three and we'll have to have, have another conversation. Um, the funny thing about the Bills, we've been giving Josh Allen a pass because he played so well last year and played so well to start. He's played OK to start the season. He's leveled out. He's been sort of replacement level. If you look at the advanced stats, 
And, and that has to be a concern because they have some other issues there. Uh, you know, maybe the Chargers are primed to to make a move here. They haven't gotten their doors blown off. They've had some wins that except you, by the Ravens, which we just mentioned. What was that score? Thirty-four to six. Oh, okay, that is a blowout. That was in Baltimore, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so they've had their blowout too. All right. Well, to your point, Brinson, every everyone's in the same in this pot together. Um, the Steelers, the the, Ra- uh, the excuse me, the Raiders, and the Patriots. I don't think they have a legitimate shot to be. To make a deep run in the playoffs, should they be so lucky to get there? But again, maybe this is great news for the Chiefs. Maybe if they can figure out a way to get their act together, maybe they can they can make some noise in January. Maybe, I I think I still think Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson had a shot here to go down to South Florida, light up the Dolphins' defense, and you know, frankly, with him playing cover zero all night and just sending the house. He could, Greg Romans had no game plan for this. They had no adjustment at halftime, which was shocking. They had no cover zero beaters in their wheelhouse at all. Like just put Rashad Bateman in the slot, have him run a short out and have Marquise Brown run vertical routes. The the problem was they did have it a couple times, not very often, but like it would be a a swing pass out to the running back who wouldn't gain any yards. He got pushed out of bounds. Uh, there was one that Marquise Brown that went through oh, his those hands. Those screens were terrible. Those well, were I'm saying that they, everything they did try didn't no, but those work. Were not cover zero beaters. Like I mean, it was just, they were bad play calls. They, I mean, they had a bunch of quick plays to beat the blitz because the Dolphins were just sending people, and nothing they did worked. And and it was almost like their plan was to make Lamar Jackson just think like. You don't have time to think. You just got to get rid of the ball because if he has time to think, he might start running around. He takes off 40-yard touchdown. So, I mean, defensively, this was a masterpiece by the Dolphins. Yeah, it was a really good plan by the Dolphins. The Lamar Jackson had really, you know, for the first, what, uh, seven games for the – or I guess uh, what, this is now they, – they they've had their bye. No, they haven't had their bye because they had their bye between the Browns games. Um, you know, he – for the first, except for last week, is what I'm trying to say. Lamar Jackson had averaged uh, 11 rushing yard, rushing attempts per game. Last week, he had 21 for 120 yards. It was definitely uh, a, like a, an approach that the Ravens want to take where they didn't run it because they were not they were not using a bunch of design runs. I think he probably beat up. The ground was the field was disgusting. In, down in in uh in in the Dolphin Stadium and Sun Life Stadium or whatever the Humid. hell it is now, there's the humidity caused the grass to get wet. Sure, and he didn't have very good footing. The Dolphins were sending blitzers. The the routes were too deep developing, and he just was you know the ball was coming out funny, looked slippery. Just a I mean a poor game for Lamar, poor game from Greg Roman, an atrocious game from the offensive line for the for the Ravens, and you know one of those things where you go down there and 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 let the Dolphins have an opportunity to to take the game. And they did. I mean, that that's sort of how I view that. It very, I mean, but again, like I'm not going to freak out about it. If only because we've seen virtually every AFC team and really every team in the NFL lay a clunker at some point this year. But as Breach has noted, the Ravens have laid a, a lot of clunkers. They've just gotten fortunate in a few of those things. They they're playing some pretty bad football. So I would imagine John Harbaugh isn't willing to give this team a pass, and I would imagine he's very concerned about how they're playing over the last month or so because, as Breach noted, they could be a three- or four-win team. So, you know, we aren't really giving Miami their their due. Breach, let me ask you this. Here are the next 
four games for the Dolphins. They're currently three and seven. You tell me their record after these four games. At the Jets, then they play the Cam Newton Panthers at home, play the Daniel Jones Giants at home by a week, and then they host the Jets again. Oh, my God. I, I, they could win all four of those. And, and, <laughs> and the thing is, like, the reason any most people thought the Dolphins would probably win eight or nine games this year, and it was because their defense is good, and uh, th- I feel like they did the same thing to Jared Goff last year, except he's not mobile at all. I think he had like four turnovers, and and, and they upset the Rams twenty-eight to seventeen, um, and that was also in November, mind you. And and so I think a lot of people thought they were going to be good this year because their defense was going to be good, and their defense was just so pitiful through the first few weeks of the season. But I guess everybody's healthy now because they go out, they held the Texans nine points Sunday, and it was like, that's eh, the Texans. That's really not that impressive. And then watching them do this, it, it really makes you feel like I think they could win all four of those games. And I honestly would probably pick them to win all four of those games. Uh, maybe not the Panthers a little bit closer, but if they do, they're seven and seven. And if they're seven and seven, you're in the thick of the playoff race. Sorry, you're picking the Dolphins to rip off four more wins against the Jets, the Panthers, the Giants and the Jets. Those yeah. are the next four games. Is that crazy? I mean, it's not crazy, but the Dolphins aren't good either. Well, what, what do you think? Well, that's yeah, what I was going to say, though, too. I, I, I don't think they're, like they're not an automatic win anymore. They've won two games in a row. Oh, that's true. I mean, the three of those three of those games are in Miami where the humidity will be a factor. Exactly. You make fun of the humidity, but everybody looked a little tired. I, I mean, I think it's I think a split is more likely than I mean, look, it's a really good stretch. Don't get me wrong. Really, Jets, Panthers, Giants, Jets is a you, very you can't very dial up with a, a buy with a buy in there. You yep. can't dial up a crappier list of teams to play if you're trying to get back into the conversation. It's fair. That's probably fair. The I think the more I mean, they have the Saints, Titans on the road, and then Patriots at home to close out the season. So, I mean, does seven and seven even? It definitely gets you in the conversation. I don't disagree with that. But no, but seven and ten means Brian Flores is coming back, and he can quit having to worry about answering questions. And you don't have to give away a top five pick at seven and 10 either, which yeah. is, I was going to say that's, that's the worst part of the night for me is like, I've given up hope on a top three pick. Yeah, that's probably fair. I, I really do think it's more likely to go two and two. I mean, that's, that wasn't a good football team. They just beat the Ravens. So, it, and they did weird though. Is that like, it, no, keep going. Cause I was going to go back to Baltimore real quick. And we're talking about the dolphins. I mean, look now the other thing too, is the giants, the Panthers and the jets all have really terrible offensive lines. Maybe the maybe the Dolphins come out and just fight Blitzkrieg, cover zero at all at all three of those teams, and the quarterbacks cough it up. They'll have to play Cam Newton, I guess, and maybe the legend Mike White. Um, yeah, know, legend, I, yeah, legend Mike White. Uh, I, look, man, maybe they maybe they win all four and they get to seven and seven. I still don't think they're going to the playoffs by any stretch of the imagination, but. Yeah, no one said that. But, but you can definitely avoid everyone getting fired by by winning the next four games. Yeah. Who's, who, start, who starts next week for the Dolphins? Tua. Who if he's healthy, I would imagine. I would agree. Why didn't he start tonight if he could play? Who knows? Why That's did, why a did problem. He, why did he bench Ryan Fitzpatrick last year, Brian Flores, when they started 3-3? Three and three? Who knows? If there was no quarterback in football, I think Brian Flores maybe could be a good coach. He's like Sean McDermott with Nate Peterman back in the day. Just didn't make any sense. It, it, I mean, it's like he just, I mean, it seems like Tua watching the, the this team play this season that Tua is clearly the better quarterback. And even, I mean, we saw in that deep throw he had, uh, I don't remember who it was to. Jalen Waddle. 
to, to waddle and it looked like to uh was almost iffy like oh man i don't know if i can get the ball that far maybe that's why because they, they didn't think you can make the deep throw not that you're going to be making a ton of those against the ravens uh because that thing floated up there and he put everything he had into it it was only about 40 yards in the air hey hit that like button we're trying to give away a brinson sucks hat in, <laughs> uh, in, <laughs> in the chat oh god look at me look how young I by the look. way i love to i love that breach is dunking on tua for only be able to being able to throw the ball 40 yards because breach has self-proclaimed being able to throw the ball 40 yards in the air as well. Right. It's, it's true. It's insane. Yeah. Like, to, like you think two is like a professional athlete who's done playing quarterback his whole life with a broken finger. Yeah. And he, it, right. You're not throwing Anyway, we're not getting we're off that, that tangent. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what I was going to say about the Ravens though, is, is one of the reasons it was surprising their offense was so bad is because their first two possessions, they moved the ball. I mean, they got quickly in the Dolphins' territory both times, ended up settling for field goals. But I mean, they did not have any issues getting, just moving the ball down the field. And then after those two field goal attempts, it was punt, 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 Sammy Watkins fumble. Uh, it just, so it was kind of weird that they looked good and then just fell off a cliff. Indeed. Uh, you know what? Sometimes, uh, you know, Sometimes you spend uh, 18 months locked inside during a pandemic and your fashion falls off a cliff. Happens to a lot of us, and that's okay. What do you need? You need Indochino. Now, you can be two types of people. You can be uh, a Ryan Wilson, an outgoing, uh, vivacious personality who loves spending time with other humans in in you know intimate settings where they're measuring him, et cetera, for clothes. If you're that type of person, you know, an extrovert, you can go to Nordstrom's, your local Nordstrom's, and get some Indochino in your life. Or if you're like me and you're a recluse and you don't like to leave your house and you don't want to see people or interact with other humans, uh, you can go to Indochino.com and you can order. You can have your ta- you have a custom suit tailored for you online by using their simple, easy-to-use website. It's incredible. You basically measure... You measure things you didn't even know you had to measure for custom suits because it's not just all right. Let's check, th- you know, check your neck size and check your, you know, weight, your know, chest size, and we'll get you a shirt out there and get you a uh, a suit. No, no, no. They do everything. Things you like, you have shoulders, hips. I was going to name a bunch of body parts, but you get the point. You go in there. It's very simple. It's surprisingly simple how quickly you can get all those things inputted in and get a custom suit or custom shirt sent your way, and you will save even more on Indochino.com or using promo code PICK6 as they run this incredible Black Friday sale that is currently underway. If you're maybe there's somebody in your life who needs some clothes or maybe you need some new clothes, get away from video calls and get back into looking and feeling amazing. Indochino's Black Friday event runs from November 8th so we're in the middle of this thing, to November 29th. Save even more and get $50 off any purchase of $3.99 or more by using promo code PICK6, P-I-C-K-S-I-X, at Indochino.com. That's a $50 off a purchase of $3.99 or more at I-N-D-O-C-H-I-N-O, Indochino.com, promo code PICK6. Feeling? Feel good. I, I want to show some some responses for this question because we we've tossed it around. You know, uh, breaches how <laughs> how far can breach throw a football? Twenty three yards, twelve and a half yards, under twenty five yards. Twenty five is probably about right. Twenty two yards, 
Breach thinks he can throw it 40. Uh, Jeremy Clark I'll take that one. By the way, Jeremy's the one who did the drawing for you, Breach, that you've yet to act on. He made the drawing, put it on your body, and have Jeremy put a signature. Oh, 26.2 miles. Also, the length of Breach's infamous marathon. That's a, That's good, a good one. one. Yeah. Oh, there we go. I'll take that. Thanks, Clarence. 39 and a half. Take the under on that. Take the under, yeah. So just for um, comparison's sake, Debo, you said you and your brother went out to the field <laughs> not too long ago. How far did you throw the football? I threw it uh, 39 yards. I'm not oh. claiming there's no chance I'm claiming 40 right now, but, you know, I'm in the gym working to, to get to that point. So there's no way Breach, so, who's 10 so, years older than you, can throw the ball five yards farther than you. Or but with half. much more football experience. What Breach. are you talking about? Yeah. You're number one. You're As a, foot, a football player. I've got football experience. You're a foot shorter than Debo and 10 years older. I don't understand what math you're doing. Debo, do you think I can throw football 40 yards? Uh, I had questions because I thought I could eat, not easily reach it, but I thought I would get there and I was, was disappointed in myself, but I think you're right around there. I don't think you're, you're throwing it like 31, but 40s up for debate, I would say. So Breach, did you hear how far Debo's brother threw it? 57. Are you guessing or is that your, is that what you heard? That's a guess. I have no idea. That, what was it? 55 Debo? 57. Oh, that's 57? <laughs> Way to yeah, go! Told us on this podcast before. It's like Breach knew what the number was. No, I don't. I, I honestly had no idea. I knew it was further than Debo because Debo. I remember him saying he didn't hit forty. Yeah, I mean, yeah, so like, are we talking? Do you get multiple crow hops, running start? Like, what's, yeah, he can. It's a he throw. can start you can do whatever you want. I can yeah, throw like can a start, shot put if I want. He can, he can start run fifty yards. He can start yeah. at the opposite end zone and and run up to the. He can throw it. I'd be too a, tired to throw it if I did that. You can throw it from a golf cart, just floor to the golf cart and throw it from the back of the golf cart. I can, I, I can use forward momentum to my advantage. What uh, what kind of football were you using, Debo? The official full-size football. I wanted to make sure it was it was the real deal. Regulation NFL football? Mm-hmm. Okay. Man, yeah, Breach, unless Breach has Drew Brees' hand size, there's no way he has the hands to even hold the football. Right. Like I envision this ball slipping out. It's like a, a, a safety. Like for Breach is throwing from his own end zone. Yeah, so right. He's like throws, flies out the backside. This is laughable. I look forward to it. Hey, uh, hopefully we'll be together soon at some point. Maybe let me hey, go. Look, Breach, film yourself anytime, Uncle Rico. Let's see what you do. I, I thought this was, I wanted to bring this up on uh, on the All Things Covered podcast this week. Oh, uh, yeah, bring it up. We featured uh, John Smoltz as the guest, and he told us that he could throw. Take a listen. Um, that in his heyday, before Tommy John surgery and before a couple surgeries, he said he could throw a football between he said sixty and eighty yards, which I, I can believe. But that's just a very wide gap to say between sixty <laughs> yeah, yards yeah. and eighty yards. There's a there's a huge difference between throwing sixty, still super impressive, and then throwing eighty, which is like borderline world record territory, depending on the elevation you're at. Maybe 80 was when he's with the the Tigers before he got traded, and then 60 was towards the end of his career when he was 40 years old, still playing. Still 20, wait, 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 the, the still 20 to 60 yards farther than John Breach. I couldn't, I couldn't, no one heard us that because you kept interrupting, but go ahead. Sorry. By the oh, way, you mentioned uh, Uncle Rico. You know, Uncle Rico was in White Lotus. I don't think I realized that. What character was he? 
that's the thing. He seems like he would be the the guy running the hotel because he looks sort of like Uncle Rico. But that guy, I think, is South African. I I might be wrong. He's not American. He's not American for sure. Who? Uncle Rico was the guy who was dating, who was hooking up with Stifler's mom for a bit. He was the guy who was sick. Are you serious, man? That that movie came out a long time ago. <laughs> oh my god! So yeah, that was a fun little. I, fact. I, you, know, you just sent me into a, a tailspin here. I know. I was expecting it to be. I said, "There's no way it's the." The guy who uh John Grease is Uncle Rico? Yeah, look at that. Holy bleep. Man, I would you could have lined up a million people and he would have been the very last person you would have guessed. I would not have guessed uh Uncle Rico. He's still in great shape, but he looks nothing like Uncle Rico. The mustache is gone and so he's got the Wilson haircut now. Wow. Man, there's your fun job. That was Uncle Rico. You got it. Top that fun fact, Breach. Uh I've got a fun fact. That was the fewest points that the Ravens have ever put up in Lamar Jackson's uh, career. Since okay. he a starter. Wilson, unfortunately, Wilson's fun fact was so good that you didn't top it, but that was a pretty good fun fact. Thank you. So Thank you. you can't right. top what Wilson gave us. I'm not going to sit here and pretend I can't hit, hit the, uh, hit the old like button folks hit the like button. We're trying to give away one of these Brenton sucks hats. We will find somebody. I think, uh, I think we need 20 more, 20 we more need. likes to get a Brenton sucks hat given away in the chat. Um, I like too shook by this Uncle Rico fact. That, really it even... was crazy. I did, I was sort of surprised to see because I saw it somewhere that he was in it, and I was surprised to see that too. It popped up because I, I had no guesses. By the way, Javon Holland. Look, you know, people have been, myself included, been giving the Dolphins a hard time for their draft picks the last few years because mostly they've been taking offensive linemen who haven't panned out. Shout sure. out to Robert Hunt for being the best running back on the field on Thursday night, uh, and Liam Eikenberg for recovering those two fumbles. But Javon Holland has been absolutely. Yeah balls, as the kids like to say, flying all over the field. Uh, did he have an interception? He had some pass breakups. He had some great tackles. Um, he blitzed. Next Gen Sats had him blitzing more tonight than any. Let's see if I can find it. Any other linebacker? I believe it. So Dolphin safety, Javon Holland and Brandon Jones blitz more times tonight against the Ravens than any other defensive back in any game this season. So not just against the Ravens. So as you pointed out, Brinson, they just kept coming and there were no answers from, from Greg Roman. Uh, what about the answer that Sammy Watkins didn't have? Was he the go to the game? No, yeah. I'm giving it to Justin Tucker because they would have won if he kicked that field goal. Because momentum. If he made a field goal in the first quarter, they would have won. He would have built moment. Look, if your best player is not there mentally, you sort of just give up. If you're the Are you saying Justin team. Tucker is better than Lamar Jackson? I just need you on record saying that. He was doing that. I mean, no, I don't want to say it because then uh, Debo put up that uh, <laughs> Tar Heels win thing if I say that about Justin Tucker. Hey, Tar Heels eliminated. Oh, Tar Heels. <laughs> Tar Heels eliminated from winning the Coastal tonight. Let's go. I did my part. I, did, I bet on the Carolina money line just to make sure that they wouldn't that they would win, and they didn't. I mean, what Sammy did though, he 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 had the stop in the end zone where Lamar had threw. He was getting blessed. He threw a ball up, and Sammy had at least a chance at it, and he just stopped walking in the end zone. He just stopped running his route. What if he lost the ball in the lights? Are you buying that or not? I mean, I am not buying it. I'm just <laughs> not buying it. I'm not buying okay. it. Okay. It just because it looked like he came to a full. When you lose the ball in the lights, you like you have that look of confusion. You're looking back and like he hey, looked confused. He looked confused about the fact that he didn't get injured on the route. That's why he was confused because he's injured all the time. All right. uh, no, I, I mean, it I, It didn't look like. Maybe he did. You know, it's possible. No one else lost a single ball in the lights all night. So maybe he had the only one that got lost in the lights. I, yeah, I'm 
I'm saying I don't think he lost the lights, but it's right. striking that face. And it looked it looked weird because no one said anything when it originally happened. I said, "Are we going to talk about this or not?" And then they came back from break. The Fox crew did it and mentioned it, and then there were some people on Twitter that thought maybe he lost it in the lights. Either way, and if that he just, happens, I guess, yeah. But if he had just taken another step and a half and stuck his arm out, the ball would have hit him in the hands. And like, if that's his only mistake, that's fine. Yeah. But then fumble flipped the game. I the mean, fumble. That's it. I mean, that's when it was like, oh my god, the Dolphins are going to. It really felt like no matter what the score was, when it got to nine to three, it was the Ravens would come back and win. This is not a big deal. But then once the fumble return TD happens, like, Oh my God, the dolphins might actually win this. And that you're right. Brenton, the fumble wow. absolutely flipped the game. And it was Sammy Watkins. I think Xavier Howard strip a man return it. How oh, about Xavier that? Howard, yeah. Xavier Howard scooped it and scored last week in the um, dolphins, Texans game. Preach. You reminded me there were nine turnovers and this game Thursday night, the Ravens alone had eight punts, which is their worst uh, during the Lamar Lamar Jackson era, Sam Coke Co- Co- Sam Cook might have been the player of the game. So where do the the Ravens from here? I mean, this you know they're an eight and a half nine point favorite, eight and a half point favorite going into Miami. Felt like it was going to be a free win. It was just a question of how many points did they win by. They're now that, at the Bears in, in ten days. That game's going to be fun because Justin Fields going to be playing with a little more confidence after dismantling the Steelers secondary in the second half, having a chance to win the game. They should have won that game. And the Ravens are going to be not reeling, but having some questions about just how good they are, I feel like. And that doesn't uh, feel mean, like the such Ravens, a walk. The Ravens have had their bye. It's the Browns who have their bye between the Ravens games. And by the way, Khalil Mack may be back by then. Eddie Jackson may be back. Keem Hicks might be healthy. So Yeah, if you have a fully healthy Bears defense, they can do what the Dolphins did. Just come up with some crazy defensive game plan. Do something similar. Not exactly because the Ravens will start looking for that. But I mean, the Bears have enough defensive talent to, I mean, I don't know. It's just you look down the Ravens schedule. Nothing is a gimme anymore. I mean, the rest of their schedule is brutal. It is not great. The Bears are the worst team they face. And the Bears are, I mean, the Bears are three and six. Every other team. I mean, no, 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 don't agree. I don't disagree at all. I mean, Packers. Uh, Every other team they face is out, out of division. Packers, Rams down the stretch is is really really tough. And so, Brenton, over the, over the, over the, but but I, I would just say this: like, you get the Browns twice, the Bengals once, and the Steelers twice. You, while it is brutal because that division is tough, like if 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 one team in that division gets really hot down the stretch, they can just like speed out of there and take the lead. More likely is every they beat each other up and it comes down to week 18 is what happens. The Ravens have eight games left and seven of those games are against teams that currently have a winning record. Yep. So the next four games, who who has the better record coming out four games from now, the Dolphins or the Ravens? I'm going to take the Ravens. You're going to take the Ravens this four game stretch versus the Dolphins in their four game stretch. Oh, oh, you, oh I I, yeah, I thought you were saying overall. Games, who was going to have a better record? Like, no, no, just a four game stretch. <laughs> oh, uh, so Bears, Bears and at Bears, Browns at home, at Steelers at Browns, at Steelers at Browns. I mean, and that versus at that's, Jets. That's tough. No, it's not. You're taking the Dolphins. <laughs> I don't know if I'm taking the Dolphins. I think, really? I think I think the Ravens probably go three and one. I don't think it's a lock that you think the, the Ravens go three and one. Yeah, I don't know. I think that game in Pittsburgh, they don't. That's that's going to be a game. You just never know. Like there was a time during, during late in the draft. I, I mean, you're right. They split with the Browns. I don't think that's going to be a sweep. 
I don't know if like I feel like Justin Fields, if he gets hot and that defense stinks, like the, the Steelers defense is pretty good. Sounds the Bra- just like the Eddie Dalton thing. The Ra- no, the Ravens. <laughs> the Ravens yeah, the Ravens defense is not good. I mean, that's just we saw that tonight. We saw it, we've seen it most of the season. And I just wonder if Justin Fields plays a little more confidence that they get some of those guys back on defense for the Bra- for the Bears if that might especially it's in Chicago. I mean, they could end up, you know, the Bears could lose a game fifty to nothing, then it won't even matter, but I don't think it's a slam dunk. Like, what odds do you want, Brinson, to take the? I would imagine you want to take the Ravens with with some plus money, right? Plus money to, over the next four games, yeah, for sure. Right. What is it? Uh, it could be uh, plus one, uh, plus one fifty. I mean that versus the the Miami schedule. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Next yeah. four games, who has a better? And if it's two and two and two and two, it's a push. Who are you taking, Breach? I'll take the Ravens for sure at plus one fifty. Uh, I'm taking the Dolphins. I think I'm taking the Dolphins too. And I can't believe I just said that. We've been wrong a lot on this podcast, so it doesn't matter really, but it's just, you know. But the best part is that one of us will be right because we're debating two sides. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> That's that is correct, Breach. Um Math. So you who would you pick right now to win the division, AFC North? Cheese a pizza. Cheese a pizza. <sighs> uh, you know what? I'm gonna say the Browns, assuming they get healthy. Are you only saying the Browns because you don't want to say the Steelers? Well, let's be honest. The Steelers just—they're—I mean, they should have lost to Seattle. They should have lost to the to the Bears. They're—they're they're not a good team. They just have been lucky in the ways that the Ravens have sort of been lucky too. But the Ravens are better, not only being lucky, but a, a better football team at least offensively. Here is a fun fact for you, uh, based on that question, Ryan. Uh, the Browns have the second hardest schedule, remaining schedule in the NFL. The Bengals. The Go Bengals ahead. tied for the second hardest remaining schedule in the NFL. The Ravens have the sixth most difficult remaining schedule in the NFL, but that number's only going to go up because their easy game was the Dolphins and they mm-hmm. lost it. Uh, and the Steelers have the seventh most difficult remaining schedule in the well, NFL. I mean, it's because they're all playing each other. Right. They're all in the same. Play. Well, I mean, no, they're all playing uh, like the, the Packers and Rams. The Ravens still have to play. I mean, they're all playing teams that are good down the stretch. This isn't like uh, they're out there getting to play. The, the Jacksonville, yeah, and Houston every week. All, multiple, multiple people have the Chiefs. Multiple teams have the Chiefs. I mean, the Steelers have the like. You're like, oh, they got the Lions, but it's Chargers, Bengals, Ravens, Vikings, Titans, Chiefs, Browns, Ravens. Golly, yeah, it's all. It's going to be all right. Here's another question: Whoever you want to win the division doesn't matter. What's the what's the win total going to be for the winner in this division? Ooh. I, is it going to be ten? You know, you know what's funny is in my preseason prediction, I had a three-way tie at 10 and 7, which seemed not plausible when the Ravens were 6 and 2 and probably going to win this game and going to 7 and 2. But now that we've got this backlog where the Steelers beat the Lions, we'll have 6 and 3, 6 and 3. Uh, we don't know what the Browns and Patriots do. I feel like that's a coin toss game. But if they lose, you're at 5 and 5, and now you're just, it's a jumbled mess. What, um, how many, the other question is how many teams in this division? Get a wild card berth. One. I, I don't know. So I don't know if 10 wins is going to happen. I'm looking at this Ravens schedule. I mean, it could happen, but it schedules it, are tough. It feels like it's 50 50 that they get the. Or do they update the win totals throughout the. Do they, they do? Um, win totals? Let me see if I can find them on. William Hill had them earlier. Caesars. Well, I mean, I, I think somebody's getting a 10 because, like you said, the Ravens have so many division games left and somebody has to win that. Yeah, but so, if they just sort of split those, I can, I can of, find it easier on my my local site. So I'm going to give it to you. Steelers' yeah. current win total eight and a half over is minus one forty one. Yeah, it's a five win team. They're only going to win. 
three to four more games according to Caesars or to Ingles' current win total nine and a half is well, minus two hundred to the under. <laughs> that's Debo's. That's Debo's newsletter. What's that? <laughs> that was Debo's newsletter that had him going over nine. Oh right. Um, and obviously the Ravens are not on this list, and I don't actually see the Browns either. The Browns, the Bengals, on there. They kicked them out of the league. Uh, that's because they don't want to put a 12 and a half over because they know the Bengals are going to hit it. <laughs> oh, here, let's see. Caesars actually does have them up. So Browns over nine and a half minus 110. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. That's, I don't like that. The Bengals under nine and a half minus 180. So that checks out as well. And the, it's lovely. These aren't in alphabetical order. I don't see the Steelers on here, but I says I said it was eight and a half juice to the over. That's interesting. Man, I mean, this is going to be a smash mouth finish here, isn't it? And whoever wins is going to have like four players left to go into the playoffs. They're going to beat and, each other up. And division odds are not up right now because they're adjusting for the, obviously for the, for the Ravens game. Did any of you have the Ravens in your midseason updated Super Bowl pool? I did not. I had the Chargers and the Rams because F you breach. I stayed, uh-huh. I stayed with my preseason pick. Bills I also and- stayed with my preseason p- But, Ryan, you actually switched yours, so you're actually making stuff up. Oh, what did I switch? I had Bills and Packers. Yeah, but who'd you have winning in the preseason? Oh, did I get the, the pick wrong? You switched your winner, and you copied me. Uh, so I had the Bills winning at the beginning of the season. I switched to the Packers? You did. Oh, because we picked the same Super Bowl, but the difference was we had different winners. I'll switch it. I'm staying with the Bills. I just wanted, I didn't go back and look. That's why, that's the only reason I missed it. Brinson was one of three people that took the Rams. Me and you were the only ones that took the Packers. Yeah, you can have the at midseason or preseason? Midseason. Yeah, I meant to take the Bills. That's on me. So I'm I'm doing Bills for the record. So remember that. Flora and Jared Dubin both took the Rams along with Brinson to win the Super Bowl. Really? Yeah, and now that, that was before that was before they were getting Odell. You made that prediction before the Odell. Yes, that's that correct. I would actually have gone with a different team post Odell. Uh, okay, so do we want to give away a hat? Yeah. Does, does Brenton suck? Let's end the <laughs> podcast. No, I don't want to do that. Let's keep the podcast going. I'm I'm putting right, we'll final names questions. right now. Who's got, who's got a question? Someone other than M. Jones have a question. Anybody other than M. Jones have a question? Any what? question at all? What is M. Jones asking that you don't stop. want to talk about? Stop letting them rent this headspace. I'm not in a headspace. I'm just rent free. Rent free. Rent free. I'm just entering in the final couple names of this generator. So, so winner in about 60 seconds. Love it. I'm looking on Pick Watch where they have like 250 experts or something. Where am I? No, no one picked the Dolphins. Oh, where am I? Not, not one person, not even like a Homer Dolphins website. I mean, why, why would you? Though? They, they, they didn't know if they're going to well, have their I mean, rack. usually out of that many people, there's one like crazy person who says, you know what? Maybe they could pull off the upset. Uh, we have several questions about the, well, about the Patriots, the Dolphins and Tom Brady. Let's throw those up and we'll talk about them while you figure out who gets the hat. D. Oh, I've got the winner. Oh, M. Jones, are you kidding me? Oh boy. <laughs> I'm kidding. He didn't win. He didn't win. It's Nathan Zafudo is our winner of the Brinson Sucks hat. Nice. Uh, 
Go ahead and drop in the chat whether you want or De get uh, Debo will get in touch with you or say whether you want the hat or the toboggan. May depend on uh, what kind of weather you live in. Who is to say? Um, is will Lamar still win MVP? Is there no. a question on there? No. He, you can't he win MVP could. with the Dolphins lost on your resume. I mean, he could technically because it's still so wide open, but I feel like the fact that his egg came so much later than like there were a bunch of eggs in week nine from different people and Lamar's came later. So I think it would take a, it would take a pretty robust run down the stretch for Lamar to get involved in that MVP race. I really, I still think Mahomes. I'm not saying, I don't think he's going to win. Don't get me wrong, but I think it's a good bet to, uh, to hit Mahomes at like 60 to one or 80 to one, depending on where you can find it. You're going to die on that hill. We'll I'm see. betting on Tom Brady. The uh, is let's see what else we got here. Is uh, oh, somebody asked why did I sh decide to shower today? I had to do HQ. Usually I don't shower, wear a hat, hair's very clean. Thank you. Um, who do you like to win the AFC? I assume that means to actually advance out of the AFC to the Super Bowl and not become the number one seed, but feel free to give both. Oh, I'm going with my Super Bowl pick, the Buffalo Bills. Okay. You know what? I I was also going to say that, but I don't, I want to be different, so I'm going to say the Tennessee Titans. Yeah, I mean that. I, I Titans! think that would be get on the Titans bandwagon. I don't know. Rolling the, through Nashville with the bachelorette party and the Titans bandwagon. You and Brits and both. That's how you guys that's made right. your money two years ago. I, I tell you I, what. I tell you what. We're going to end the podcast right now, and I'll give my AFC pick after. YouTube, YouTube exclusive AFC.